Support the show by donating at themusicbuds.com. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Music Buds podcast. This is episode number 20, and my name is Henry. This week, I'm so happy to be joined by the punk band out of Minnesota, Vile. With me is Taylor Kramer, Kate Canfield, and KT Branscombe. So y'all, thank you so much for taking the time. I love Vile, and so it means a lot for you to be taking the time to talk. Hi, thanks so much for having us. Sure. Uh, well, how's life? You know, it's going, going fine. Getting used to the pandemic, trying to get used to school in the pandemic. Yeah. It just snowed this morning in Minneapolis, which is the lamest thing ever. Mm. Um, so not looking forward to that, but yeah, you know, everything else is pretty groovy. Well, uh, we were talking about uh, beforehand, um, you all are in school as am I. Are you all having to do online totally or? Yeah. Yep, I'm all online. All online. Yeah. With the pandemic as well, are you able to practice or are you taking time off? Um, we have practiced as a band. We've had a couple of live streams. Uh, we don't really go out. We don't do anything other than the band and online classes and stuff. So we've been able to kind of quarantine together and mm -hmm. make sure that we reduce our risk outside, but still maintaining practice and being able to do live stream shows. Yeah. Yeah, it was important for us to like, continue to be able to see each other uh we didn't for like the first couple months that were just like very high risk but once we kind of all tested negative and we were like cool we had to get back to writing our album that uh we were supposed to record a while ago and then we the pandemic hit so now we're just like hey let's write some more stuff and have some fun yeah how's all that going is it ramping up yeah, a it's bit. going really well. Yeah. We're about to record it not too um, far in the future here. Oh, awesome. With that being said, how did you all get started and, and find each other? We all used to be in this after-school like music program together, or at least us three did. Um, and that's how I know these two lovely people from. And about a year and a half ago, I saw this band play locally, and I was like, they're really good. I want to do that. And so I called KT and Kate. And I was like, yo, what up? Y'all want to play some music? And they were like, yeah. Um, but then we were like, well, shoot, we need a drummer. Um, and usually this is where I tell Katie to tell, tell her arc of the story, but she is not here. So uh, what happened was we made a Tinder and we took oh. this really zany photo shoot where we were like, in like fur jackets and like holding skeletons. And it was like, it was very, awesome. <laughs> was very punk. I'll, I'll say that much. Yeah. And we were like, Hey, I know you artsy people are out there on this app and we want you to be in our band to drum. And we matched with Katie and we were like, Hey, we have a Kate. We have a KT. Now we should have a Katie. Of course. And it turns out she's also like, a fantastic drummer, so it just all kind of worked out. Yeah. I feel like an evil super villain. I'm sitting here petting my cat on my lap, just... No, it's, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good look. What was y'all's first connection with 
music? Like, were, were there certain bands? I mean, I'm sure that, sure there were certain bands, certain artists that you connected with that you were like, punk is my, is the way to go. I know. So my dad was really into like classic rock and classic punk. So I was introduced to punk music fairly early on, but the Ramones were probably the first huge influence that I had. And then in middle middle and high school, I found some riot girl bands like Bikini Kill, Babes in Toyland. And from there, it just took off. Yeah. What about y'all? I used to listen to like boy band stuff. So like I was super into like the One Direction and like Five Sauce stuff. And so I kind of started like dabbling, but then I, just like Kate, I was corrupted by Riot Girl, and just like listening to Bikini Kill. Um, There's a band locally that they mentioned that's Bates in Toyland that like, I I saw them live one time and it changed my whole life. Hmm. So like, I was like, hey, not only is that super cool, but it also feels kind of validating and like, usually see dudes doing that, but like, non-men can do it too. It's really sweet. Yeah. I, I don't really, I mean, I kind of got introduced to the punk sort of stuff actually through the, the after school program a lot. I mean, mm. I was definitely kind of into it before, but that's like kind of when it kind of um, became clear that that was what I wanted to uh, pursue, you know, that kind yeah. of music style. Definitely agree with that. Yeah. One thing that is great about your band and the style of music is that it's like, it's perfect for bittersweet messages and ideas and sounds. And I think both lyrically and musically, you do that really, really well. Like Sloshville is such a good back and forth, like happy and sad in, in, in a lot of ways. And it's also such a in and out song. You can just kind of have it on repeat continually, which I, I have. But <laughs> do you find that that kind of almost like quick burst of energy is something you really connect with and enjoy? Because that's one of my favorite things about punk music. Yeah, for sure. We definitely kind of um, channeled that in our upcoming album, too. I think those songs are the most fun to play live, which rip in peace to live performances. But I don't know, Katie and Kate, what do you think? Yeah, I like I like that quick burst of energy. I like the catharticness of it. It's it's just a release. Like um, I scream for or die, and just every time we play it live stream or live again, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. I just go out and I stand there and I just scream for two and a half minutes or whatever, and it's it feels good. I always walk away after just feeling like a new person again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that energetic sort of thing has kind of become a staple of the music that we write. Mm-hmm. Kind of like we have a few songs that are a little bit more, um, they're chill and songs that you can just like kind of vibe to. But like the majority of the stuff that we write is definitely high energy um, bursts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the vibey ones are great too. I love the vibey ones. They bounce more out for sure. Yeah. Well, now y'all have a couple great music videos, or just, I mean, you have a couple really awesome music videos. And one I wanted to touch on was Rough, which has the parody of Scream. Is it 
strange making music videos? Like, is it weird being on camera or being in that process or is it more exciting? Yeah, it was the first one we ever did. So I remember that one more than most were, was like really scary um, and strange, but I think uh, like we were really channeling ourselves during the most recent one or die. I feel like that one was like (laughs) the least stressful thing ever where we were just like, yeah, this is our song. And now we're making a video for it. Yeah. Talking about like the, the songwriting process a little bit, how, how does that collaboration start? Like it, does someone have an idea and then it kind of comes together or is it more collaborative from the very beginning? So a lot of our, especially with, uh, with Grow Up, um, a lot of the songs, in fact, all of the songs were pretty much written by like one person. So one person would come in with like almost a full completed song, like chords, melody, lyrics, and they had, they would have ideas for other things too, but they'd bring it to the rest of the band. And then we would kind of, the rest of us would add um, things, give ideas for like how we could change it in a better way. So that part was really collaborative, but the majority of the song would be written by one person, but lately we've been doing it a lot more collaboratively. Yeah, we have, uh, I think, two new songs on our new album that we're working on where somebody just came in with a riff or just like a basic chord structure and we wrote all of the lyrics and everything else together. And it's really exciting. It's a fun yeah. new way to write. And we're going to be doing more of it in the future, I think. They've awesome. Really well. They have, yeah. Awesome. Well, since you are making the second album, is there... Is there a different mentality going into the second as there was to the first? I think we've changed a lot as musicians. And normally with our songs, it tends to be very personal, very in tune with our current emotions and current headspace. And so now, I mean, just after being a band for a little bit longer, because we had been playing live shows for like three months when we recorded grow up um so being a band a bit longer and then the pandemic the uprising everything that's happened since we've all just kind of changed a little bit as people and that new mindset has kind of gone into our songs and we've also had a lot more time to work on them and add (laughs) and really not complete our sound but really fill out our sound really beef things up for lack of a word yeah having mentioned playing live what what is to be like i guess it's cliche to say the live experience like is is it something you really connect with and is it do you enjoy doing it even more than recording like is is it cool being able to have that audience there oh a hundred percent it is the best thing mm-hmm. i think it's good to see the faces of the people that you're like making music um for them to listen to i guess it's kind of hard to like picture people when you're seeing them through screens or you're seeing them through usernames um just to be like face to face with people and like screaming the same song into each other's faces is super Mm. super satisfying and fulfilling and i miss it a lot uh well yeah i was talking to um the punk band um out of dc bakai and they're saying something similar yeah 
and uh, they're saying like it, it was they you know they can see streams on Spotify you know things like that but a lot of the time they 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 don't know who is listening until they get to those shows you know and so I think that's makes it all that much more personal so yeah, for sure Hawkeye so much yeah they're cool they're cool. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of, what are some, are there any, um, b- besides them, are there any other punk bands coming up that y'all are enjoying listening to? Pink Shift. Pink Shift. Pink okay. Shift. We also uh, have Buddies and Blue Venus, Hoity Toity, um, Partition. I'm um, wearing my Partition shirt, actually. Oh, right on. Yeah. <laughs> Heck Yeah. Um, and then I'd say some of our like related artists right now are super cool. So like insignificant other, I don't know if they're like punk, but like they're in our related, they rock a lot. Yeah. Um, obviously Baka, we were just talking about them. There's this band, uh, called the groans. Hmm. I don't remember where they're out of, but they're so good. I love them very much. I echo that. (laughs) Well, what about, your community in general, like local community, is it, is musically, is it pretty supportive or do you feel kind of isolated? Both. It's, and we have a great amount of people around here that enjoy our music and love us. Um, That's awesome. But there are people around that, I mean, are not as supportive and it, just seems to come from a place of like internalized misogyny. Just we became pretty big around here pretty quick. And I think a lot of people took that as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The DIY community, especially I think in Minneapolis and St. Paul is in the middle of a really big shift. Like it's moving its focus around the younger non-men, BIPOC, queer bands. So there's naturally just like a little bit of tension um, and just, you know, people are humans, but there's a lot of people who don't really take in the DIY or DIT, do it together aspect of DIY. Um, But that's something that we're always trying to change and trying to work more towards, especially as we move around and meet more people. Yeah. I think the most important part of like the two worlds I think I see in Minneapolis DIY are like we feel <laughs> like this is this in Chicago are feel like the epicenter of like the Midwest emo music. Mm. Um so we're friends with a lot of those folks, but we don't really play the same music. So a lot of times that we get cut off from that kind of group of people just because of genre differences. But again, it does kind of seem like a new little um community bubble is starting to come up and it's been very supportive and very lovely. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. It is awesome. Cause I'm always curious because although there's an indie rock scene in my area, it's more like kind of, I don't know, like folksy rock. And so I'm always curious because there's not a lot of punk around here. What other communities are like? Cause I have like no idea. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, we're pretty punk. We got a lot yeah. of good punk yeah. in Minneapolis. We also have a lot of uh, Midwest emo. So like oh, sure. twinkly, twinkly riffs and sure. <laughs> yeah. A lot of shoegaze too. Oh, yeah. 
Minneapolis, very lucky to have a very strong and vibrant basement scene. Yes. Yeah. That's something that, you know, I like classic punk bands and I see like all the fun basement punk stories and to be actually playing in a basement is really sick sometimes. Yeah. And then sometimes it's just a little too crowded. (laughs) There's a difference. Talking uh, about uh, your local area, and I mean, I guess just uh, you personally, what are other things you enjoy doing when you're not doing music? Minneapolis is very beautiful right now um, in terms of like colors and that kind of stuff. So I like to go on walks. That's been like my go-to thing is like autumn sightseeing. Uh, I took up uh, embroidery during uh, the pandemic. I did it beforehand too, but now I've really just gotten into it. But in Minneapolis and St. Paul, I mean, the the food is my favorite part. There, there are just some great restaurants here that I just love going out to, walking to, or biking to. Uh, I think my favorite one has to be Trio Plant Based, mm. completely vegan, just absolutely delicious. Oh, nice. So good. I love that. One thing I'm always curious about, are, are there specific songs that you've, you've written or or that you enjoy playing that you really connect with more than others? Like, are there ones that really stand out as something particular? I think I speak for many people when I say DIY or die. I think just like we feel it in our souls and our audience feels it. And especially when we play it live, like the connection Hmm is prime it's there yeah all right oh i agree with that one yeah yeah why or die yeah because that one actually was the first one i heard of vile and i was like this is the place i need to be like it's because it was it's just such a great kind of fight attack rebel song in so many ways and so i was like that's like that's what feels punk to me. You know, that's like those, those songs that feel punk to me um, with all of the music that's being made and people that try to get uh, a punk sound for lack of a better word. Like that's, it just feels so genuine. Thank you. Yeah. I think the best thing about that song too. Um, and I think what might help with it's like feeling of being genuine is that I think it was like the first or the second song we actually wrote um when and i don't mean to speak for others but like we had absolutely no clue what we were doing um in terms of like a band but we were like let's write this super cool thing about what we've seen in the minneapolis scene and let's yell it and then we put kate on vocals and it just like came together as like this awesome punchy anthemic like i love it and i think that really helps with its uh it's being genuine is that it like it came from a really genuine place in terms of like, we had no clue what we were doing. We just had something to say. And I think that's really punk. Yeah. What about when kind of things get back to normal? What, like what's the next move? Is it going to be like finish the second album? Go, go touring. Touring. Yeah. Touring. Touring. Yeah, touring. We, we had tours set up for the summer, but they obviously got canceled. Yeah. And we never got to go on any, and we're just itching to get on the road. Yeah. 
we've never been farther than like Eau Claire, which is like 45 minutes away from Minneapolis. And that's as far as we've ever gone. So we're just trying to like go everywhere after the world. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, is there anything else? I I don't want to leave anything unsaid about file. You want to say anything else coming up that you want to mention that it's okay. It's okay. If not, I, I just don't want to leave anything hanging. LP2 baby. Look next to your baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we've got. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, y'all, I mean, it's, it, it was so nice of you to take the time. Thank you. And, you know, I just best of luck with the second album. I mean, what you've done so far is great and I really connect with it. And so I, I appreciate your music a lot. And so thank you. Thank um, you. Of course. And uh, please come back. You're welcome back anytime. If the second album rolls around, you're welcome to come back. And so, yeah, please stay safe. Take care. So, yeah, uh, everybody, I guess that's about it for, for the show. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time.